What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 91. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up, dude? Well, big day for Tom Brady. Uh, one of my favorite things in all sports is when athletes say they're retiring because they love their family and they do the opposite and they come back. And he's now going to be the number one analyst for Fox Sports NFL Sundays when he retires. So Tom Brady, man, those three weeks of his family, he must have been like, this isn't for me. I, 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 this is not for me ever. Yeah. Is that a sneaky storyline? Tom Brady hates his family. That's what everyone on Twitter immediately was like. No one hates his family more than Tom Brady. <laughs> no one hates his family more than Tom Brady. <laughs> it's like, wow. Because it, even announcers, not like you don't just like show up and do that job for four hours once a week. No, it's like production meetings and like you talk to all the coaches and everything. That's yeah. You're going to be in those towns like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are pretty pivotal days for kids games and whatnot. But hey, Tom Brady, whenever he retires, will be the league guy on Fox. But that's not about golf. Let's get to golf. No, I thought he was going to be one of the guys that walks into paradise and just plays golf all the time. But he's whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Kind of a busy week in golf. Um, I don't want to say like one of our guys, Max Homa, because I think he's kind of like everybody's guy. Like I love rooting for Max Homa. He's the man. But he's also like everybody on Twitter and Instagram. Like Max is like their guy. It's like saying Tiger Woods is our guy. Like we've never talked to Tiger. Correct. He's not our guy. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) My guy, my guy, Michael Jordan. I was talking. I didn't talk to him, but you know, my guy, Michael Jordan. Happy for my guy, Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, I will, not our guy. I will say that about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not your guy. You've never talked to him in your life. No, he of course not. But he's my, he's my guy. He's not your guy. He is my guy. No, whatever. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so Mac, Max won fourth, fourth PGA Tour win, third win since the start of 2021, which I believe puts him in what? Third place for most wins since then. Second place. Tied, yeah. with, tied with a bunch of guys. Yeah, it was incredible. I was thinking about while I was watching the final round on Sunday, like his path from what, two years ago when he first won the Wells Fargo, where he was a virtually unknown, right? Nobody knew him. Some golf nerds knew him on Twitter, but you know, not a lot. And then Sunday, like he had a shot on, I think it was on 16 or 17, that part three where everyone was behind him on the tee box screaming for him. You know, like everyone, everyone now knows who Max Homa is because of not only because of his wins, but mostly because of the person he is on Twitter and how he's just built this fan base organically. It really shows, goes to show you that if you're a good person and like to have fun, you can build a huge fan base pretty organically, which he's done. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude hasn't won a major or whatever, and he has a fan base so big just because of Twitter. It's awesome. So yeah. Max won the Wells Fargo second time he's won that tournament. The golf course, uh, we'll get into it more later. I actually like the golf course. Phenomenal I mean, golf the, course. Why? The weather was terrible all week, but the golf Why course. Why isn't is that sweet. golf course on the tour every every year? Why isn't I don't that know. It's, it's hard as shit, which I like. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, it, it was, was a perfect. perfect golf. A lot of interesting shots, very hard greens. The weather was brutal. I liked how it was all just in like in the woods in Maryland. It was, just, it was they got to play there more often. Yeah, I totally agree. Hundred percent agree. I don't know how. Um, Francesco Molinari ended the week. What was he? 21 under par. What he won in 2018? Yeah. He won by like eight shots. I think the course might've done re- been redone a little bit since then, but oh, uh, I don't know for it. certain, but he probably didn't have the conditions that they were playing. Like Max said on Saturday, it was the worst. Like after the second hole, he was like standing there going, how am I going to finish this round of golf? It was like, and he said, it was just about, it was enough rain. So it was annoying. You know, that rain that's just like, yeah, just enough. It's not pouring. It's not drizzling. You're just like, oh, this is never going to stop. And it was, you know, brutal Saturday, brutal Sunday, pull it off though. Yeah. And then this week we have the AT&T Byron Nelson. Mm-hmm. It is, um, 
unsurprisingly and surprisingly, the field is uh, actually kind of loaded. I know it's a week before a major championship, so people are, are using it as a warm-up. Um, but, you know, nothing crazy special about this golf course, but the field's loaded. So we got a lot of guys to talk about later. Yeah, everyone's getting ready for that PGA, including two, PGA. Guys have, two guys who have a bunch of majors combined together. That was my uh, first first um, headline, headline note that we should talk about is Tiger and Phil are officially in the field for the PGA Championship. In the field? Will they be on the tee? Tiger will. Correct. Without a doubt, Tiger will. Phil, 100%. Is, Phil is the big question mark. That's going to be super awkward. Yeah, in the PGA, uh, I don't know if it, maybe the CEO, the president, I don't know, some guy, I saw a tweet um, about it. He said that uh, if Phil ends up showing up, like he's going to have to do a press conference. Yeah, he's defending but champ. Yeah, but they're going to have to do something to not make it. He goes, we're running a PGA championship, not a circus, which I don't think he's going to get. Sorry. If Phil yeah, shows so, up. Sorry, you're running a circus if Phil Mickelson shows up. Yeah, exactly. You can't just hide that. It would, just- it'd, be, it'd be one thing if you don't give the guy an interview if he was not the defending champion of the yeah. fourth biggest tournament of the year. Yeah, if he was just Phil Mickelson, you know, legendary player, you know, still kicking around the tour, you know, probably going to finish top 50. You, you, it's not a big thing, but he's the defending champion. He's right. going to have to sit down and you got to, if you're going to run your mouth about all this stuff, you got to be able to, you got to be able to sit down and be asked tough questions. That is going to be the, you know, he's going to show up and he's going to go, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about, it. we don't want to talk about anything else, Phil. <laughs> we want no. to talk about what the hell's been going on with you. Yeah. No one cares that you were on Kiwa last year. It's mm-hmm. all about what that stupid mouth has said over the last six months and also what everything is coming out about you. All of a yeah. Sudden. $40 million in four years of gambling. Jesus. God, that's so much money. Yeah. 10 so, million a year. <laughs> and then, uh, Bones, you read that report where Bones like quit because like he hadn't been being, being paid yeah. a lot. Uh, he, he was over like hundreds of thousand dollars from Phil. And Bones for all those years had to put up that face of like, oh, you know, he and me and the lefty just have this great relationship and we like to talk out shots and we're just really friendly. Meanwhile, and below the surface, Bones probably like, I fucking hate this guy. This he owes me all this money. If everyone knew who he really was, they wouldn't like this guy. <laughs> Poor Bones. Now all that stuff's about to come out, which is... I can't wait to read this book. This book's going to be so goddamn good. Yeah, it is. Uh, speaking of the Saudi thing, um, I'll go on the quicker side and then I can get your opinion about something else because I thought it was very funny. I wrote, and that's the fastest I've ever gone to write something after this happened at the, um, at the golf, uh, at the Sergio. Tournament. Sergio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lee Westwood is playing in the opener, which who cares? Uh, so is Martin Keimer. I, I tweeted this. Oh I yeah. I saw that. I, I swear to God, I did not know Martin Keimer was still playing professional golf. I thought he was, I don't even know. Former U.S. Open champion at uh, Pinehurst. Correct. So right away from the field. Greg Norman has just been like saying, oh, we got a bunch of former world number ones and major champions and stuff. Little did we know that he was talking about Sergio Garcia, Lee Westwood, and Martin Keimer. Like any of us would give a single fuck about them going. I mean, to I, don't know how you, I don't know how you don't get excited if, if Martin Keimer is in the lead on Sunday and you're like, here's the resurgence, the rebirth, if you will, of Martin. Ke- how do you not stay glued to your team? I don't even know if this event's going to be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> they don't Appar- even know apparently they're giving it out to anybody me and you could go yeah. there with two phones on ig live and just cast saudi arabia golf. yeah it's going to be an utter disaster but i again i don't think they even care about ratings or anything they have so much money they don't give a shit about like it's not going to be like a league that's like oh my god our ratings are down they're, they're not going to care about that 
It's just an insane situation. I, Everyone's I, just, just all going to be a bunch of money being thrown around. No one's going to care what happens. So, so far, if anybody out there is very excited about the London, th- I don't even, June, July, I don't even know the exact dates. Whenever they yeah. play in London in their opener, the confirmed names that are going to be there, well, I guess Sergio isn't confirmed yet. Martin no. Keimer, Lee Westwood, Phil Mickelson applied for a release or whatever, and uh, Robert Garrigus. So have fun watching Woo. that fucking golf. Yeah, game. and the tickets you. are really expensive too to go there. To, yeah, it's what a couple thousand dollars. It's just more than like venue. yeah, some of their big tournaments like DP tour tour tournaments where they get real players to go there and play in a real prestigious event. Correct. So uh, that's working out exactly the way that Greg Norman thought it would. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have to ask you about the Sergio Garcia thing because I thought it was very funny. Uh, I was watching PGA Tour live and I was like, did that just happen? I was watching it all unfold and I thought it was. Um, very interesting. Yeah, there was that one moment where like they caught him. I was watching it too, and they, he he like yelled at somebody like, "Now I'm gonna play slow." And I was like, "What's he talking? Is he yelling at a like a playing partner? Like, what's going on here?" And then we found out like he yeah, had that whole uh, that whole moment with the with the uh, the official who screwed up the timing, and then Sergio and classic Sergio melted down like, "I can't wait to get away from this tour where I can really be free." And like, I know I've won fifty two million dollars on this tour, but it's just such a mean tour. I don't know, like. Goodbye, Sergio. Goodbye. Yeah, another guy that I I have no emotional connection to. If he goes, like, who cares? Who gives a shit? He won his Masters. Like, I, I, I he's like in the Paul Casey mood for me. Like, I don't care whatever happens to Sergio. No, and it's not like it was just a ridiculous reaction. Like, it, granted, the tour did come out and say the referee kind or whatever the official like screwed screwed the pooch on it. Like, he just didn't do it correctly. But yeah. to act like that is just ridiculous. But it's not the first time we've seen Sergio doing something ridiculous. I mean, remember in a Saudi Arabia a couple of years ago when he and he created a, a cave in a bunker after he couldn't get out of it? Yeah, like he's, just, he's just kind of a scumbag. He spit into a cup. Remember when he spit into the yeah. cup? Yeah. And he's he's just, 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 you know, yeah, like you can be upset in the moment. There's a certain way to handle that. And, and Sergio was whining like a child saying, I can't wait to get away from this. Like, ugh. all right, dude. Yeah. So I, I he was like the, he's like the opposite of Max Homa. Like he like Homa's so easy to cheer for. Sergio is really hard to cheer for. Yeah, really, really hard to root for that guy at all. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. There, Greg Norman, I guess, filed for her special exemption to play in the open, and then they just denied his ass. So he, denied. Will, not, he will not. He will not be playing in the open. No, I guess. Thank you, sir. Uh, past champions get uh, like they can just play in it. I like believe 60. until they're sixty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, what is he, 65 now or something? something yeah. yeah. Um, so he will not be playing in the Open, which I think is very funny that he thought that he was going to be able to do that. I'll just go up there. I'll apply for it. And I'm, no, we're, we're good, dude. We're good. Yeah, we don't need you. Uh, last thing before we get a little into the uh, to Max is this is brand new. Golf, we just, we just published something about it. Uh, so I don't know if you saw it. The kid that lost his fancy football draft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see this yet? So the, so the kid, their league or whatever, the loser of their fantasy football draft has to play because they're open. Like you can just play me and you could play in one if we wanted to. You have to enter in play in a U.S. open qualifier. And it's like the first stage of qualifying, whatever. Literally anybody can play in it. And um, I believe he made, what was it? Eight eights. And he shot a 40 over 112. Mm-hmm. 112. Uh, Monday Q info, the Monday qualifier Twitter account. Yep. Posted this note from a guy who played in the US Open local qualifier with that guy. Did you see that on Twitter? 
I didn't say it was a response to his first tweet. I just saw his original, yeah. like, look at this guy's scork. Yeah. So the guy, this guy, apparently, played this. so this is what this, this is what the note said from the player played at the U S open local today, teed off on the first hole. One of my playing partners wasn't there. We wait a minute, get the word. He's on the wrong tee comes over to hole 10 hits tee shot 10 feet. Five over after two, his caddy looks at us and goes, we are so sorry. He lost a fantasy football bet and his punishment was to play. Absolute joke to me and my playing partner. Terrible punishment. Not fun to play with, but one hell of a story to tell now. <laughs> oh, he got mad about that. I, think yeah, I know. Like, you weren't going to make the U.S. Open, bro. No. Dude. <laughs> and if, like, what if did he mentally... shoot? He shot 85. He's mad that he got distracted yeah. from shooting. If you're not mentally tough enough to, like, just fight through, like, what's happening with this kid playing next to you, then, like, you're, you're not U.S. Open material, bro. Dude, I think, if anything, that would be, like, a little, like, I don't want to say relaxing, but it, that's such a yeah. pent up thing. Everybody's mad, nervous on the first tee, and you got some guy just out here shooting 120. Like, that would be very funny. <laughs> he was on the wrong tee. It's his first tee shot 10 feet. Five like, over through two. Is, five over through two is not bad. No, it's that's not a terrible two. start, especially when your first tee shot goes 10 feet. You think that guy showed up and, like, it's a fantasy football punishment. You think he showed up to, like, the range to grind before the round. Like, man, I got to show out. Yeah, and he only had one ten. He had a ten on one hole, but he only had on the like fourth. before only that he had a bunch of eights. You know, he never he could have had like you know monster holes. Not bad. One twelve, not bad in those conditions. No, and the golf course is probably hard. Like I uh, globe one hundred forty one, rating seventy five point six. God, so it's very hard. <laughs> that was a big boy. That's a big boy course. Oh my god, I wonder. Not if bad. You- Let him in the open. Put him in. And they're play- I mean, they're playing from 7,100 yards. Like, that's a long golf course for, like, us. To recover from hitting your tee shot from t- 10 feet to uh, 10 foot tee shot on your first tee shot. That's a, make, not a bad round. You make a six after pretty much just hitting your tee shot in on top of your feet. That's not a terrible score. He had four pars. That's what I said. That's not bad. No, they we published that and I'm like. Dude, he sprinkled in four pars on that scorecard. That's more impre- that's more impressive than a 112 is bad, I think. Right. He had four pars. He had a couple bogeys, a bunch of doubles. Kid held his own. Dude, making an eight on eight <laughs> and then coming back with a par on nine is what outrageous. Grits. That's what you need in the US Open. You got to shake off the bad holes. It's unbelievable. And then oh, we couldn't up- play disrespect to my play partner. You guys weren't getting it. This guy's better golf than both of you, you dorks. Oh, we started on 10, so he ended with a par. Yeah, he felt he's, he's going Three to the Three of his season. last five holes were pars. The that, dude got in a rhythm. He just ran out of holes. The dude got in a rhythm. momentum he's off. carrying into the offseason is going to be electric. He's going to be one to look for next year. He's never been more confident in his game than he was. At finishing he's walking the off the course going, I figured something out there on 15. I think I'm back. Shot at this. Yeah. He said, I'm back walking he's off. Taking now. bets from his friends. Like, where, where are we playing Saturday, boys? Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What a legend. I didn't put it together that is that the front nine was his back nine. So we actually played okay. I mean yeah, the ten the ten hurts, but they should do a story on him in the uh, uh, like NBC NBC or who has the US Open these days? NBC. Uh, if NBC had any guts, they would do a feature on this whole story. Like it, it, it's the most interesting part of the US Open so far. Make him one of the um, the guys that follows around the group with like the the stick. Just <laughs> <laughs> show him warming up on the, on the on the range with the guys on Thursday at the Open. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, what shit, Joe? Um, yeah. What do you want to? Uh, when you want to discuss about the Wells Fargo again? I thought the I thought the golf course was freaking sweet. 
freaking sweet. And I love the way that Max won this event down the stretch. And of course, he beat your guy, Keegan. I know you're pissed off about that. But what, first of all, before we get into anything, mm-hmm. what a week for you, dude. Yeah. I know you didn't get the winner. And I had, I bet on Cam Young too. That must be my, what, eighth runner up outright pick this year. I don't know if I could do that again. If I, I don't know if I could do that if I tried. Um, but I mean, you mentioned Keegan last week. You had Cam Young on the card last week. What a week for you. Yeah. And I got to look at my picks here. Um, I've, I've, I'm on quite a heater right now as well. My four of my last five picks have been top five finishes. Just well, so I was going to ask you about your season long. You must be skyrocketing up that leaderboard after a well, like month. We were we were way down there. The, the big one I'm in, where the winning team gets forty five thousand uh, dollars. We are we're slowly climbing our way back up there. It's a bunch of people won, you know, the players and stuff like that. Oh, but true, true, true. five five last we've made the cut in the last five tournaments. Last five have all been top five finishes. A couple of second place finishes. Um, and I've already made my pick for this week, and I'm very excited about where, what what I have looking forward to this. That's weekend. That's unbelievable. Yeah, feeling good. God. You just can't get that W. Like Cam, Cam, Cam Young. Uh, everyone was picking him last week, and he got unlucky with what's his name Fitz birdieing eighteen. It would have been a two two man tie for thirty. Would have gotten more money. Or two yeah. man tie second second. He would have gotten Sex. more money. Yeah. So, you know, six hundred something thousand will take it. Yeah. Hell yeah. But um. But yeah. What were you gonna say about Keegan? Sorry, I interrupted. Oh no, I love the way that Max finished. Max finished that last back nine where he had errant shots, and you could see him after tee shots working something out in his body, trying to figure it out. And, and he had to go out there and like some of those, some of those shots from around the greens that he hit with all that pressure on him, um, chip shots and bad, rough, bad lies, bunker shots up and down, making par putts, like 68 feet, just, uh, just an incredible display. And like, like they were saying, like Shane Bacon tweeted out, like if he wins, he should be president's cup, not, you know, lock for the president's cup. He should be locked for president's cup. And he could be one of those guys that sneaks on the Ryder cup team next year. Oh, I think, I think he's going to get on the president's cup. Uh, I don't know what the standings are. They might already be, I don't want to say they're like closed, but it is coming up. So I don't know how much you can move up in the standings right now, but you got to think he's just going to maybe automatically qualify for that team. You got it. If you, if you win twice in a year, if you, right if you win twice in this year, he's won what he won. Sanderson Farms, we won one of those spring. He no, he won the uh, Fortnite one. The Fortnite championship. Yeah. He won the Fortnite. He won this thing. He's had you know good finishes in other tournaments. Um, obviously likes tough courses. Played well at uh, Wells Fargo, where the and you want to and you want to talk about just an absolute locker room guy. Yeah, like he might be the best locker room guy on tour. Oh yeah, he'd, he'd fit in there perfect with uh, with all the guys. And I loved it afterwards when Amanda interviewed him. And I was wondering if he was going to get emotional again and like cry like he did after. Uh, I think after his last two, he's gotten emotional. And But he was just like, you know what? Life is really good right now. <laughs> it's like his perspective yeah, yeah. and why we all love him, too. He threw out that first. His first yeah. line was about the about the joke, a Twitter joke about being becoming a father. And Jim Nance actually bought into that. He's like, oh, really? Really? He has a news perspective. You could hear what he had to say there. I'm like, he's making a joke of that whole goddamn yeah, yeah. narrative. But like that was his first line in the interview. It's like, yeah, that's why this guy's the best. And he was just, you know, he's talking about how his, his life is good. Like his rise, like they, sh- I saw online the other day a picture of like a graph of his world rankings. And a couple of years ago, he was like 1,148. And now he's like 29th. And just like the, the climb of that is incredible. Dude, I want to, do you know about his, Um, so he won the what, 2019 Wells Fargo? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, his I don't know if you've ever looked at it. Oh, yeah, he missed. Uh, a, he missed almost like every cut one year, right? Yeah, I only know this because I was watching that strapped episode. 
Yeah. Um, which shout out to those guys. The latest episode that just came so out good. was one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. It was life. brilliant. Absolutely it was, brilliant. It was unbelievable. Um, was it the 20? Now I don't remember what season it was. Yeah, because 2020 was 27, the year. 2017. So he made, I don't even I don't even want to count these all live because that would just be ridiculous. But he only made two cuts two. out of this looks like 20 events. One. Yeah, it's got to be a right around 20 events. And both the cuts he made, he came in 85th and 71st. Jesus. And what was that now? Five years later, arguably over the last like two years, he's been one of the best players in golf. Yeah. And at that point, like that has to kill your confidence. You have to start thinking like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Like, am I going to go into like insurance sales or what am I going to, how am I going to make a living? And now he's just cashing million dollar checks like every six months. Like it's nothing. And it's not, and it's not like he's just winning every once in a while. He's also like T13 at the players, T17 at the Arnold Palmer, T10 at the Genesis, T14 in Phoenix. Like he's, he's just playing. He's just one of the best players in the world. Yeah. And I talked to him that the API, I did like a little sit down one-on-one with him one night. And like, he was the most unassuming, like nice guy. There's no cameras around. It was just me and him sitting on a couch chatting about life. And I, couldn't just get over it. Like he, who you, who you think he is, is really who he is. Like he's just, he's just a really sweet, nice guy, and things are going well for him. His, his mindset. I think we can all learn something from his mindset from this infuriating game. He's found a way to believe in himself and to stick with it. Yeah. And so he is. He is now risen up to the 29th ranked player in the world. Awesome. I want to see him play well at the. Uh, he's playing really well right now. I want to see him play well at the PGA. I think he's going to play really well at the PGA. I think he doesn't he doesn't play well in majors at all. I don't even think he has a top ten in a major yet. No, um, but I think if the PGA, I don't know how to word this. The PGA is the perfect spot for somebody to have their first like good major week. Yeah, if that makes sense. Because uh, like you know, a lot of guys have a lot of guys have won their first major at the PGA. Correct. It's it's, it's, not it's, US Open, e- it's, not it's the easiest one. Right. It's the easiest one is what I'm trying to say. So. Yeah. I think I think he's in for a good week because a couple of weeks before, like for the last like two weeks, he's been with his coach um, working on a lot of stuff, especially the short game. And he's one of those guys when he gets it rolling on the greens, he has one of those like very cocky walk in steps yeah, from like a couple the, feet out. He's like, that's dead center. Let's go. He had that sand save on like 13 or 14 on Sunday where it was like an eight footer to make par and he rolled it right in the heart. It was just like, boom, just like you could see it take take the life out of Keegan. And those putts weren't like catching lips. They were everywhere. No. just dead nuts in the middle of the hole. Yeah, it's 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 impossible not to root for that guy. I don't know. It's like I'm I'm so glad from like when I first learned of him after his first win. I was like, this guy's so cool. Like, what a what a good guy. Like, I hope they I hope he has like success in the future. And you know, people become like aware of him. And boy, has he. Yeah, very easy guy to root for. Uh, I tweeted out on Sunday morning. Oh, by the way. I, I, when we, we, you know, I asked, I asked you to like the golfers wear the same shirts twice. Yeah. On that Tuesday, when we were at new Orleans, Max was wearing the foot joy, like whales shirt. Mm-hmm. And I noticed he was wearing it either Thursday or Friday. I was on my couch going, Oh, they, they do. They do wear, they do wear them twice. Oh, did he really? Oh, yes. I didn't even notice. So, <laughs> as a dork, I'm like, they do. All right. They do wear the there shirts. It is. That's there it. it is. No one else in the world here cares about what I'm thinking about right now, but it's interesting. Yeah. Um, you go from a guy that's just very easy to root for. I, again, watching him play golf on Sunday, God, is Keegan Bradley just the worst? He's tough. 
Dude, he does like squats behind the ball when he's looking at it. And then if his right foot doesn't land in the perfect spot approaching the golf ball, he's got to like step back and do this club twirls again. Mm. God, it's tough. And he went for the green on that. Was that a par five or he went for the green and put it in the water uh, on the back nine where like he had a bad lie and Faldo was like, ooh, what's he doing here? And I was like, yeah, what a bad lie. Like just lay up, take your medicine. And he puts it in the water. It has to take a drop. Ended up getting, I think, a bogey on that. Like, he had some really bad mistakes in the back nine. On oh, yeah. The par, it's a long par four, but like the, he like had the water, 200. The, it yeah. was a bad lie. His caddy said, aim at the left mm. green side bunker. And Keegan goes, no, bunker. I'm going to aim right of that. And it just went. Could <laughs> yeah, not have landed more in the middle of that hazard. <laughs> yeah. There are some really bad. I mean, the weather was, yeah, the weather was terrible, but there are some really bad lies on like those little side hills that like, guys are hitting balls into. Like, that course was. Uh, I just, I loved everything about that place. because I think, I think the, the fans walk over there. So like yeah. anybody that has been to a golf tournament before they know, like wherever the fans walk is just, if that ball lands in there, it is just a crap shoot to depending on what kind of lie you get. And that's exactly what it got behind like a tuft or whatever. Shout out to all the fans there. I, I don't like playing in that would have been awful. Just walking around that course as a fan. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. No way I'm going out there. Couple hours, no. a couple hours, maybe. No way am I spending ten hours on that golf course. Following the guys, I'd be like, I can just go home and watch this on television. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need to be there that bad. Uh, yeah, Cameron Young had a great week. Um, what a great season Cameron Young's had. Rookie of the year, I'd have to say so. Far. Yeah, the kid. The, what is that? His third, second place finish already. Yeah, like, the kid is just unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, shout out, uh, Tron from NLU. He tweeted it, which I thought was very funny. He gets mm. fooled about it all the time. Um, they're very funny. They call Rory McRib, which I think is awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, my guy had another good week, and I don't even think he played that great. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine texted me on um, on uh, Sunday. Let's see if I can find this text. Which is really, I know that I don't even know if you're like a huge Rory guy, but it is fun to like watch him play good golf again because the last year sucked. Yeah. My buddy Ken texted me on Sunday. How does Rory get so many top fives while ever contending? It's amazing. <laughs> it happens all the time. All the time. All the time. And I don't know what it's like to be a Rory fan. Like, you, you know, like he's not going to win, but he's going to like flirt, flirt a little bit with it. And you're like, oh, oh is this? Nope. nope. Yeah. Well, on, on Sunday, at one point, he was only two back. Oh, right. Like and he was ready to back nine. And then he was sinking putts. He was hitting shots. He was playing yeah, really well. He was only two back. And then I think on the next two holes, Max made birdie. And it's like, well, you can't do anything about that. There you go. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fun. His game seems to be in a good spot to him to the PGA. He'll probably shoot 173 next week and then that'll be it. But it was a fun Sunday afternoon of golf watching. Yeah. You know? Maddie Fitz was coming out of nowhere. I didn't bet on him. I'm like, of course, it's going to be the one week that Maddie Fitz wins. But again, like when the golf courses is hard that it was just going to be there. It was a great, great, it was a great leaderboard come Sunday afternoon. Like there wasn't one besides Keegan disappointing name. And like, it was one of those Sundays where when they're on the 10th tee, you're like, yes, I like, I got nine more holes. Like I just can sit here on this couch and just enjoy this. Correct. Yeah. It was a great tournament and you are correct. They need to have that golf course on tour more. Cause I thought it's it was tremendous. Great. Yeah. It's tremendous it course. And especially if you get that place running like firm with all those water hazards out there, that like would that. be impossible. What was that the tenth hole where, where Sergio hit that ball out of bounds, or where he was yelling at the guy? Like that hole was like an elevated tee down. It's a par five. It, yeah. You got it. It's you got to hit the fairway. It's tough to hit the fairway. And then like watching their second shots, either laying up or going for it. Like it was a really fun par five where it gave you two options. 
for these guys to have two options, either lay up or go for it. You don't see that very often on par fives. And and then if you went for it, the green was surrounded by a lot of shit where like you, if you're not accurate, you're, you're going to get screwed. So it's, there's a lot of holes like that where it's like risk reward is tremendous. And the cool thing about 10 was the, the fairway is like a two piece fairway. Yes. So like the layup, if you get a crappy lie, like you almost have to lay up in the section you're already near. So your third shot's going to be like over 200 yards. Yeah. Very good hole. But yeah, um, I forget who designed that golf course. I write something every week and I don't remember who. Was it Joe? Joe Mama? Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't. You you almost got me, and then I was like, he, <laughs> I was like, is he is he is he hip enough went, to know that joke? I went for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I respect that. I respect that. No, I forgot. I don't know. Who cares? But uh, but yeah, great win for Max. Congrats. Um, he's gonna be. He won't be like one of the betting favorites to win the PGA, but I think he's probably gonna be a very popular pick to win the PGA next week. Totally. If I had to guess, uh, you want to talk some Byron Nelson? Yeah, let's do it. It's not usually a, it's not like a sexy name for a golf tournament, but Byron Nelson, Byron Nelson, sexy, sexy Byron Nelson. Yeah. Uh, is this, a, does AT&T have like five PJ tour events? Yeah. They just have all this money. Like, what are, is there another event we can just, yeah, just throw our name on that. Here you go. Some money. <laughs> there you go. Um, the, like I said, the field is loaded PJ championship next week. It's a little bit of a warm up. Uh, world number one, Scotty Scheffler is here. Uh, I know he played in the Zurich, but this is going to be his first solo start since the Masters. Justin Thomas is here. DJ is here. Jordan Spieth and Will Zalatoris. The Texans are here. Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Sam Burns. Like This is like a legitimate field, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, golf course, TPC Craig Ranch, 7,468 yards. So it's kind of a big boy, but the fairways are really, really wide, so you can kind of just bomb it all over the place. Par 72, Tom Weisskopf design couple key stats strokes and approach birdie average and par four scoring you need to make a lot of birdies the winning score is probably going to be right around 20 under so you need to make uh just a lot of birdies so there we go uh trending scotty scheffler is number one obviously jt is number two sep straka is actually number three which doesn't make any sense to me because he's missed two cuts in a row so we'll see how i don't know how that works percent chance to win scotty scheffler 9.2 jt 7.8 and Hideki is at 3.7 mm-hmm. typical Shout out to uh, Betting odds. Scotty Scheffler is a betting favorite plus 900. JT is at plus 1,000. DJ, Jordan, Will Zalatoris, Sam Burns, and Xander Shoffley are all at plus 2,000. Hideki, Brooks Kepka, and Joaquin Neiman are at 3,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to get my first pick out of the way? Because I'm going to guess that you're going to know exactly who it is. And we might have the same one. Yeah? Are you boarding the train this week? You want to say it together on the count of three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? My pick has already been submitted. I've already submitted this pick for both You've of my already... pools. I've already submitted it. Oh my god, are we gonna have the same guy? I have the now. I, I did it last week I with Cam to... Young. On the count of three, let's say his name. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Will Zalatoris. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, let's go, Willie. Oh, baby. I get you made me nervous because I'm like, oh, will he like <laughs> wait for a major to use Will? Did you use him? No, already? this is his time. This is his time. It's a perfect time before major when the big names, uh, stars are getting their games ready. And Will Zalatoris comes in, makes a bunch of birdies, gets his first win, gets that off of his shoulders, and moves on to three majors coming up. I think it's a perfect time for Will Zalatoris. And he's peaking. He's got, what, three top tens in his last top 
in his last last three events. Yeah, T4 in New Orleans with Davis Riley, T6 at Augusta National. He's playing really good golf. Uh, he tied for 17th here last year at the mm-hmm. same golf course, so that's huge. Um, he's a Texan. He lives, I, th- I think he lives literally 10 minutes from this golf course or 20 minutes from this golf course. He lives in Dallas. Um, yeah, and I love rooting for Willie Z. I did follow him actually a decent amount at the Zurich. When I was yeah. on the golf course, I pretty much just followed him because I, I like watching him, obviously. Um, he makes a different when he hits. A, have you seen him hit a golf ball in person? Yeah, we watched him a couple, a little bit on the range. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he hits a golf ball, it's just like a different noise than anybody else. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's a it's, it's fucking awesome. It's, it's a missile. We watched him hit a couple of drivers on the range. and It was just like a just. Yeah, fuck. yeah. it was just like, wow. Yeah. And for uh, for key stats, he actually ranks pretty well. Strokes in approach for the year. He's second, obviously, one of the best iron players on tour. Uh, birdie average 28th. So in the top 30 um, par four scoring uh, 59th. So not great, but also not terrible. Um, he's outright plus 2000 to win. Top 10 is plus 220. I love yeah. this week. He's my pick this week. I love him. Yeah. It was one of those picks where I sent it in. And I felt great about it. Yep. Yeah, that's why you threw me off because I didn't know if you were going to hold Will for like a major or something, but... No, I think he's a perfect strike when the iron's hot. I think this is the time to do it. Yeah, and you got to think the storyline, Texan in Texas, 20 minutes down the street, whatever, looking for his first. I like that. I don't think he's going to get his first win at a major. I think he's going to win one of these two beforehand. I agree. That would be really... uh, I need. We need to call up Justin Ray. Who Are there like any guys that won their first golf tournament as a major championship? I'm sure there are, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe even Keegan. When Keegan won the PGA, did you win something before that? Hey, that's not a terrible pick, actually. Yeah. Um, one of the other guys, I don't I don't think I'm gonna take him to win. I think he might be good for just like a top 20 bet right around even money, maybe a little bit plus money. Um, is Spieth. He's been sneaky, one of the best T to green players this year wide fairway so he can't get into trouble when his driver isn't cooperating with him top 10 here last year uh 33rd in strokes in approach birdie average isn't super high but his par four scoring is really good he's 20th in par score uh par four scoring mm-hmm. top 20 for him is plus 125 top 10 is plus 260 so i don't know if i'm gonna bet on him to win but he might be one of my top 20 bets this week uh speaking of top 20 bets what do you think of jason day at plus two plus 220 he's another um, guy that whenever i well watch- i feel like lately Whenever I watch a golf tournament, I find myself rooting for Jason Day. I don't know what it is. And he just had a really bad Saturday this this past week. Like he he was a thirty six hole leader by a couple of strokes. Yeah, he was winning by I was winning by three shots, I think. And then he in the terrible conditions, which terrible. everyone knows about, like his back and everything like that. And he's still kind of working with a new swing, mm-hmm. playing in wind and rain all day. Like what I don't know what you can expect from the guy, but no, he, played, I, I, he played good on Sunday again. Yeah, I think. I, I, th- I think in the heat of Texas, I think um, top 20 finish at plus 220 is not hard to expect from Jason Day. No, I love that, too. And if it picks up with the wind, he's fine in the wind, too, because it's, he used to have a really high ball flight. But with the with his um, swing change, he's playing a little bit more of a cut and it's come down a little bit, which is really good. So mm-hmm. if it picks if the wind picks up in Texas, I think he should be fine. Um, yeah, I mean, he ended yeah. up he ended up tying for 15th. He shot. Um, 70 on Sunday, but yeah, that one, that 179 just killed him. Obviously you can't really back killed. Him. He also played well. I know it was a team event, but he also played well at the Zurich. Mm-hmm. Like he played really well at the Zurich. I know it's kind of hard to judge because he had somebody hitting every other shot, but 
No, but he feels like he's on the verge of not, you know, not being back to his dominant self, but like finding that form where he can be a contender when he tees it up. Right. And it's always nice betting on a guy that puts it that well. Mm-hmm. He's one of those very few guys on tour when he's over like a 15 footer. He just looks like he's going to make everything he stares at. He just yeah, he's a great, putter, great short game. Yeah. Um, I know I'm kind of going after a bunch of the big names, but I do think uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet him outright just because I don't know if there's a bunch of value there because he's one of the favorites. Um, but Sam Burns for a top 20 at plus 115, plus mm-hmm. 240 for a top 10. He was solo second here last year, tied for ninth at Bay Hill. He won the Vals bar. He was second with Billy Horschel at the Zurich. He's 11th in strokes and approach this year, seventh in birdie average, 20th in par four scoring. So he fits the key stats of this place perfectly. Um, so top 10 for Sam Burns at plus 240 seems like, I don't want to say a safe bet, but that'll probably be on the card. Yeah. He's got six top tens this year, two wins, man. He's, he's a, he's a really good young player. He's going to be another one of those guys pushing for president's cup, Ryder cup spots. I think he's already, Oh, that's what I was doing. Um, so as of right now, flashback to max Homer real quick. He is as of right now, as it stands, he's automatically qualified for the president's cup. Hell yeah. And Sam Burns is, is too. He's so Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay, Sam Burns, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, and Max Homa are the six automatic qualifiers for the President's Cup right now. Love it. Yeah. Taylor Gooch is in there. It is. Tom Hoagie is there. Nine, uh, he's in 10th place. It is uncomfortable seeing Dustin Johnson's <laughs> name so low on this list. Wow. There's a lot. Yeah. The, the Kokrak is 11th, Horschel 12th, Taylor Gooch 9th. Wow. Kiz is 13. Will's 14. Yeah. Where's where's D- Bryson's 24? Uh, Brooks Bryson 26. Won't. Yeah, Bryson won't be on the team just because of uh, Brooks being at 26 is jarring. Where the hell is DJ? He's at 16. 16. Oh, yeah. There 16, yeah. Which I don't know how the points work. Like, is DJ one win away from being in, like, fifth? Like, I, I just don't yeah. have any, like... President's Cup talk. Let's go. Yeah, love that. Love that. Love that. What was I doing? Oh, I was bringing up my, my sleeper my internet connection. Bad? I just got my internet. My internet is unstable. Oh, God. <laughs> so hopefully... Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we that. stick through this. I have an unstable internet... I love that for what a day today. I was trying to I was trying to connect my AirPods before this. They would connect to my computer. Now my internet's saying it's unstable. Love that. <laughs> tough, tough technology day. Who else do you like, dude? Um, I got a couple, I got a couple, uh, I got three or four sleeper guys. Again, these aren't, I mean, they could win, obviously. But mm-hmm. if your sports book that you're using, hopefully typical, but if you're using another one like top 30, top 40 kind of bets, those are where you kind of want to get these guys. Uh Johnny Vegas is one of them at plus five thousand. Last four starts, T27, T4, T18, T15. He was T9 here last year. Um, he ranks 21st in scoring average and strokes and approach this season on tour. So he kind of fits right into the mode of somebody that will uh, play well here. He's also very long off the tee, which is the longer golf course. So that would help. So Johnny Vegas is one at plus 5,000. Like it. Yep. Um, Cooch is another one who's been like sneaky, sneaky playing good golf over the last like couple months. T16 at the Valspar, T2 at the Valero, T3 at the RBC Heritage. He made the cut at the Wells Fargo, but didn't play great. Uh, T17 here last year, he's plus 6,000 to win. So you could definitely get him for a top 30 for plus value, maybe even top 40. 
So if you're looking to fill your card out there, uh, Cooch might be a good option too. I'm fine. I mean, top 20s. Um, another one, uh, Sebastian Munoz. He's going to be a very popular pick this week. Uh, last four starts, T26 at the Arnold Palmer, T33 at the Players. He missed out on the group play, or he failed to advance, excuse me, from group play at the match play. And then T29 at the Mexico Open. He made the cut here last year, but didn't finish great. Um, but he's made six straight stroke play event starts. Of the players in this field over the last 24 rounds, he's ranked inside the top 20 in strokes and tee to green, ball striking off the tee and total. So his game's in really good shape. Um, see if he can turn it around a little bit with the finish. Yeah, I got, I got, I got Kucher here for plus three twenty for a top twenty finish on, on uh, Tipico. Oh wow! So yeah, so he would definitely, if you want him for a top thirty, he would be plus value for sure. You could probably get him top thirty, like plus one eighty, probably. Easy. Uh, and then uh, the last one that I have for a little bit of a sleeper pick, plus eight thousand a win, is a guy that tied for third here last year. Has a couple good finishes coming in. Patton Kazire. Kind of a weird name. T33 at the Valspar, T26 at RBC Heritage. Um, he's been playing good golf. He was 32nd at the Arnold Palmer, 22nd at the Players. Um, so I'm not, if you want, again, he's another way, especially at plus 8,000 a win, you can get plus value for him for a top 40. So he's a prime candidate for that. Yeah, they got him plus 320 on, uh, on typical for top 20. Yeah. So he's going to be right in that range, right around even money for a top 40, which I like for him. There's no Mav McNeely love for you this week? Um, Eventually, maybe tomorrow when I release my card and I get on my Mav high for about 30 seconds and I decide to bet on him again, maybe. Um, I don't know. There was another, like Mav might end up on it. Scott Stallings played really well here last year and he's been like sneaky playing decent golf. I think he was the 54-hole leader at the Valspar, 36-hole leader at the Valspar. Um, drives it well. I don't know. He's another one of those. Sometimes you ever like just look at a betting sheet and you're like, I have a weird feeling about this guy this week. Yes. I've done that a couple of times with Scott Stallings for like top twenties and thirties. And they've usually played off well. So uh, the one name we're not, we haven't brought up yet again because he's the favorite. Um, when we never bring this guy's name up, Scotty Scheffler interested to see how he plays. This is his first stroke event, individual stroke event, right? since the masters played yeah he in, played he played the zurich um, he played zurich and then now he's here getting ready for the pga and i can't wait to see if the scotty shelter train can carry on at the pga but what does he do this week before it and i know i i followed him a little bit he didn't play great at the zurich but again it gets kind of like i mean right off the heels of the masters kind of like a weird event um so form wise i usually don't take a bunch of like Zurich consideration when I'm thinking about it, like is a guy playing super well. Right. I have to wonder for him, like he flew under the radar forever and now he's well above the radar having won all that he's won when he goes to this event now. And when he goes to any event now, like people notice when he, when he arrives on the range, people notice when he walks to the first tee, he's going to have bigger crowds around. Like it has to, everything around him has to feel different. Oh, dude. Even, how, even how will he, how will he conduct his life and his, in his game in that, in that, in that arena? Even the Zurich looked different. I followed him for a little bit. And like, luckily I had inside the rope stuff. So like, I didn't have to really worry about crowds, but like you could tell that masters, that masters thing made him a bona fide like star. It was even us like on the range that day. We're like, is Scheffler here? Like we wouldn't have just said that, you know, a month before. No. And I'm like, oh, there's Scheffler. Like things have changed for him. It's going to be really interesting to see how. He plays this week, yes, but obviously next week at the PGA. Because I mean, even when going into the going into the Masters, he, he was coming off what three wins and five starts or something. Yeah, and it was and Tiger. 
Yeah. And everyone, no one even, no one even like had him in like their pools because they're like, yeah, he's not going to win. Like he's won too much recently. That's why I didn't bet on him. Crashing down to earth and he did not come crashing down to earth. So is he ready to have one of those like Brooks Kepka major runs here? Um, or is he just going to be like you know, a lot of normal, a lot of the regular really good players who have struggled to win their second major? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's big stretch of golf coming up for some guys like uh like especially i'm looking at you justin thomas big stretch of golf coming up for some guys right now that was the that was the name that was just about to come out of my mouth mr justin thomas meat of the season like this is the run this is the time where you gotta be playing your best golf and it's time for him to start being a factor on sundays at majors yeah what is his um you mentioned his name i wanted to look at his uh did you see his picture yesterday on instagram of him and uh jordan spieth playing Southern? yeah they they were at Southern Hills yesterday. Southern Hills looks so sweet, dude. Dude, it looks awesome. Like, I yeah. get why Scotty Scheffler is like, that's my favorite golf course in the world. Yeah, like, I saw in golf week yesterday. Was it was Scheffler had a practice around there and just tore it up. So he said yeah. it's his favorite course. So, I mean, everything's lined up for it to be Scotty Scheffler's week next week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, JT, man. T8 at the Masters, T3 at the Valspar, 6th at the Genesis, T8 in Phoenix, top 20 at the Farmers. Great player. Great, Great player. player. It's time now, to it's time to win some majors. Now we're um we're five years removed from his last major championship. His only major championship, and his one major championship mm-hmm. at the Wells Fargo at the which we call it Quail Hollow, baby Quail Hollow. Yep. 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 Did you uh did you play any um or before are we you gonna are we sticking you're gonna also I know he's your season long thing but are we picking Will to win this week? Yes. Okay. Um, I also have will. I mean, I, I pick will, every time. Week, but, um, if I, if you told me, if you told me I could only pick one guy, I'm going to ride with my boy, Willie Z this week. It's time. Um, are we allowed to call Willie Z our guy? Because we, uh, we've interacted with him now multiple times. Yes. No, he, he's our guy. I re- I respect that. Yeah. Um, and he recognized us at the Zurich. Yes. You, I didn't talk to him. I was doing my, I was off walking around, but, um, so Willie Z's the pick this week. Uh, did you play golf this weekend? I did. It wasn't the best golf, but it was uh, some bad conditions. I shot a 96, but my match came down to the final hole and the pin placement was at a re- I, I hit the shot of my life out of shit to get to 12 feet for a birdie to tie the match. And the place was ready to go crazy. And then they, it was one of those things on 18 where they put the hole on the side of a hill. So if you, if you miss the putt, it's 10 that. feet gone. And I, I got up to, I'm like, I got a 12 footer. I walk up to the, I walk up to the ground. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not tying this thing. <laughs> this no. thing is going to go so far past. <laughs> this thing has no shot of going in the hole. No shot, but my, my handicap staying strong at 11.5. Um, I like where I'm at. I just signed up for my member member tournament, which is in two weekends from now. Got a good team for that. Just, uh, just trying to, I'm just trying to peak at the right moment. You know? Damn. 11.5. That's good golf, man. Thank you. Yeah. I'm playing pretty good. I can't putt right now to save my life, but uh, driving the ball well, irons are good, chipping, you know, it's always going to be, it's always going to be a a fight, but playing good golf. I don't know if my, uh, I was at the range and just on the, uh, so we have down the street, there's this little like family owned, the family lives in the house next to it, but it's like a driving range. And then in their backyard, they have like a nine hole course and every hole is like 80 to like 120 yards. And then they also have like a practice putting green. The thing that's like exactly what I would want to own. Like I want to run that every day. And then just, that's my life. And I don't know if my short game has like ever felt this good. Really? Yeah. I'm learning how to hit like a low, the low skip twice. And it just like Ooh. stops on the green. It was sick. Damn. 
Yeah. Yeah. Your short game was good when we played it. You, you, you were chipping like, I would like to learn how to chip like you, or you, you weren't even like thinking about it and you were hitting like good chips where I have to like fight demons off inside my brain. Since we've gotten back from the Zurich, the only thing I think about when I chip now is I just, I just believe in my, my head that I'm Cam Smith. Just mm. boom, boom, slow. That's all yeah. I'm thinking about. I guess I start slow and then everything just goes, oh, wait, wait, I get through the ball. Yeah. My full swing is still kind of, well, I don't want to say it's a mess. I haven't played since. Uh, I played once since I had the shanks with you and I shot like a 40 or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, every once in a while the shank still comes out, but yeah. it's, it's better now, which is nice. When are you playing 18? When are you getting, when are you getting a, that's a good question. I hopefully on, um, hopefully it's just a, I work Saturday. So it's such a like pain in the ass. Um, oh, that's right. Hopefully like hopefully Sunday morning, maybe Yeah. at least nine holes, at least nine holes. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, you got anything else for the people before we get out of here? No, ready for some more uh, good field of golf this week, and uh, then we got the circus next week. So it's a good, it's a good time to be a golf fan. Yeah, next week is going to be fun. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do uh, a couple shows next week. Yeah, for the major. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, um, so but yeah, everybody enjoy the AT T Byron Nelson this week. Go Willie Z, and uh, next week we'll talk to you about the PGA Championship. Oh, yeah. Love it. Let's go golf, baby. Golf, baby. Golf.